three, two, one. Hello there. My name is Merrick, aka the Canardian, and I am joined by my trusty co-pilot, Charlie Curtin, for episode 29 of the Holocron Chronicles. Charlie, how you doing tonight? Oh, staring at 30. Ouch! We'll make so a close. good go of it, though. We'll make a so good close. go of it. It'll, it'll, Absolutely. It'll be okay. It'll Absolutely. Be okay. Uh, now, this is, for anyone watching the video, this is going to be an unusual episode that you'll notice right off the bat that it's only Charlie and I, and we haven't done this in, it's got to be close to a year. I'm saying January, February of last year, we started with the guests wow. and just kept yeah. on rolling. Right? Yeah, so, we started, we, we, we made it, you know, a, the, the menage a trois, as it were, yowza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, no, but we made a good go of it. It is good to, to you know, eat the ebb and flow and we get a lot of great voices, I think. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I and that's, think uh, I think this is good. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it, it, that, the the guests are not stopping. I was talking to someone tonight, uh, already starting to line up some other stuff for for future weeks. But uh, for this one, we're we're looking back a little bit on 2021. We're looking forward a bit to what we're excited for and what we're looking forward to to 2022. And of course, we're talking a little bit about the book of Boba Fett, aka as it's called in my house, the complete written works of Robert Fettuccini. Uh, uh, you know, so and, and, and a lot of ways that kind of matches up with that, the, the mandolin beats that I feel like I was hearing on the show. It was a little Fettuccini, I think. Yeah. A little, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. I, uh, my, my wife's been calling it that and it's, it's caught on a hundred percent. It's caught on. So it started off as the book of Robert Fettuccini and then, it's grown to like the complete written works or the collected anthology of Robert <laughs> Fettuccini. Um, we, at one point we were saying like the complete collected works of Sir Robert Fettuccini, just to oh make my. it sound a little fancy. Yeah, yeah. We've been well, all over the place. But, lords and uh, ladies. Yes, exactly. And, yeah, you know, well, I even saw somewhere on Twitter or whatever, somewhere on Twitter or Facebook, someone was scraping about, well, I want to see this book. Where's the where's the book of Boba Fett's? Like, come on. Right. Really? Is it really got to be that literal beat, beat it over the head? I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think it's a metaphor, like Star Wars does so good with metaphors, um, instead of, you know, just flying ships and explosions and things of that nature. But uh, <laughs> well, we, we, we will see. We will they, see. They are doing we'll, chapters. We'll Books yes. have chapters. So they're, they're giving us something there. And this is kind of a good segue into, into looking back at 2021, because if you look at the amount of stuff that Star Wars did in 2021, so much of it was print and published and books of all sizes and all genres for all ages. And there's everything from, you know, I'm sure there, there next year or this year, there could be an actual book of Boba Fett because we got some, some wild stuff that was, uh, you know, everything from a cookbook to continuing on with the high Republic. So, um, so I, I want to get into that, but first, before we do that, I have to stop for a second and and share some good news. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's it's kind of neat. Um, so first off, if you've been listening for, if this is your first episode or if you've been with us from the start, thank you so much. Uh, one thing I'd love to start in the new year is trying to get some more ratings on on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and uh, and now you can you can do ratings on Spotify as well. So it'd be awesome to get some ratings. But I do have to share this. I got like an email, like weekly update kind of thing. And uh, 
I don't know who these people are that are listening oh. Oh, no. in Fiji. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but what if you're it? listening and you're in Fiji, I love you. You are fantastic. <laughs> you know what? You, we, this, this is news to me. So yeah, I, I'm listening with, with open I know. Ears. This is the, wow. I, I haven't dropped this one on you. So we are in the TV and film podcast category on Apple Podcasts. We are ranked number 32 overall in Fiji what? for some reason. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and in the after show category, we are ranked number five. After show, do we do we? Yeah, have like uh, like talking about like like after shows, like we're doing today, like a, a recap oh, okay. of of a show. Oh, oh, okay. Um, we we are ranked number five, and uh, you know, my, my I, I shared this with my wife, and she said, "Yeah, but like, how many podcasts are available in Fiji?" And I said, four. Yes, uh, because exactly. we're ranked number five, right? But um, no, this is this is amazing. So if you're listening in Fiji, uh. Send send me a tweet or or an Please. email or something somehow like just like reach out because you guys are amazing right. whoever's listening in Fiji I like it and uh, for the first time I've noticed we cracked the Apple Podcasts uh, rankings in Great Britain so we're Ooh. ranked uh, nice. one ten in after shows in Great Britain so uh, so thanks to our British listeners that's so crazy but, oh my uh, god the, the Fiji I, one man number yeah. five like uh, that's that's that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, we are always working harder, uh, you know, to get a little bit better. I am Mark is a wizard, but I'm I'm a nascent. I'm I'm a noob when it comes to Twitter. I'm really you know on there and trying to blow it up. And I, I picked up a lot more followers just in the last few days just by being active. But over on the you know the Secret Friends Unite Twitter handle, um, the please hit us up uh, and mm-hmm. let us know if you're listening to the show, if you enjoy the show, if you have thoughts about the show. Uh, talk about it, and we'll talk about you uh, right here on the show. Believe it or not, so absolutely, uh, absolutely, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so so with that, let's let's get back to it. Let's look back at 2021. Uh, like I said, we had a whole lot of stuff. The High Republic was uh, kicked off in 2020, but really hit a great stride this year. Uh, we had a ton of comics. The Bad Batch premiered on Disney Plus. We got Star Wars biomes, the vehicle flythroughs. Um, we got uh, the the Series X and PlayStation Five upgraded versions of Jedi Fallen Order, which I went back and played, loved it. Um, we got some cool classic like legends shows and movies, like Droids and Ewoks and stuff added right. to Disney Plus. <laughs> um, Ooh, I tried to I tried to sit through an episode of Droids, and that was that was a little bit much for me. That's <laughs> rough. Uh, we we also got some some cool again behind the scenes stuff, not just biomes and f- and vehicle flythroughs and uh, and that kind of stuff, but we got. Uh, the the making of Mandalorian season two, like especially the finale uh, thing on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars Visions, more amazing animated things. Um, the Galaxy of Sounds uh, kind of fit in with the biomes and vehicle flythroughs. Uh, Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, awesome stuff. Um, Under the Helmet, the Legacy of Boba Fett, right before the mm-hmm. you know again the big drop right before the end of the year with the uh, the Book of Boba Fett premiere. I'm sure I glazed over some stuff that was just some stuff that stood out to me right as i was going through and like i said there's so many like if you look on wikipedia or, or something like it's it's the list like every month there was dozens of of things that were published in in multiple languages so it's amazing uh charlie 2021 what stood out to you oh my goodness you know, I, I struggled because I went into it loving the comics a heck of a lot more than I did. Um, but I would still say, and it's, and it's still kind of worth going back to, 
I really did enjoy uh, the prime Star Wars comic, you know, those post Return of the Jedi uh, stories, uh, even though, you know, again, you, you, it got too granular to the point with me with the 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 war of the bounty hunters where it was like, now we're fighting over Han Solo's carbonite block and it's this thing and that thing. And it got a little too granular, but the part of it that I really embraced uh, going into was kind of Luke Skywalker's journey um, from, you know, cloud city uh, through uh, up through the kind of undisclosed amount of time when we meet him uh, again at the beginning of return of the Jedi. So I really did like that. I was, I was tuned into the high Republic and I will admit that I dropped off of it a bit, but I like the nice, clean, you know, lines of uh, of a doco, of like a documentary. I've become a little bit, I don't know if that's something you kind of pick up a little bit more with age, but the making of the Mandalorian and the under the helmet and, and the biomes and the, and the fly-throughs, I ended up enjoying all that stuff very much. So, okay. So, uh, Charlie, <laughs> for anyone watching, they just noticed that we shifted, we changed. Uh, for anyone listening, time is passing. Woo. Yes, for, for anyone listening, this is a weird jump because you were just talking about uh, comic books, The High Republic, everything with Luke Skywalker, and the amazing documentaries on Disney Plus that we saw this year. Um, and then I had to rudely interrupt and leave because uh, Finn, my little guy, uh, got sick and I was up pretty much all night with him. So this is for us, this is the next day for anyone listening. It, it hopefully seamlessly edited. Uh, but I, I figured I'd, I'd put oh, this magic. little disclosure in there just because for the video version, it, it's going to be awkward if I don't. So uh, audio listeners, sorry, you have to put up with this uh, little gap, but there we go. Um, so yeah, Charlie, I, I totally agree with, with what you said about the comic series. Uh, we were both trying to keep up, at, especially at the first of last year. And there was so much going on. I really did like the High Republic stuff. And I probably will get back when there's kind of a collected edition, you know, a, a graphic novel version of the High Republic. Because reading one thing at a time as it's released and trying to keep up with the novels and trying to keep up with other comic series, 100% agree. I kind of... I fell off one and then I kind of fell off everything, right? right. Cause it was kind of an all or nothing bit. And then we, we both kind of moved on to other things, but hundred um, percent, I don't know if it was uh, an age thing. You, you did say like, you know, as, as you grow with age um, you appreciate the documentaries and, and maybe right. it's the same thing for me, but um, I absolutely loved the documentaries that we got, especially the Mandalorian season two finale one, mm -hmm. the under the helmet, um, the biomes vehicle fly through, they were fine for me, but, uh, those ones really, really, um, caught me. Um, I, I loved the bad batch. Uh, I, I did end up going through and replaying most of Jedi fallen order with the series X update, uh, which, which was awesome. Cause I love that game anyway. Um, and then Star Wars Visions. I know that didn't grab you, but for me, that was like just Star Wars being goofy. I'm sad some of it's not considered canon. I'm yeah, happy some of it is not that's, considered canon. That's <laughs> such, a, such a fuzzy line for me. And again, it's a personal preference. You know, you got people out there who said, I'll shoot your canon out of a canon, and I just like a good story or whatever. And I, I'm a consistent, it's kind of, it's kind of the basic elements of trust, you know, consistency mm. plus time. Canon is, is trust to me because I can trust that I can wrap my arms around something and I feel like I have a handle on the story and not like, well, there was this other thing, this thing and that thing and stuff contradicts itself. And so you can't have a single focus narrative. And I guess that, is, and again, it's personal preference. 
for me, I like that single focus narrative. But there are people. But again, you know, show me somebody who can tell me that all of the le- the legacy or the legends or the extent of the universe is great. Some of it is just such crap. There's no doubt about it. That's what most people say. Oh, the extended universe is like 75% of it is crap. So I've I've kind of liked how Lucasfilm, you know, group has picked and cherry picked and brought things back in. I think Mm -hmm. it's fun. It's an Easter eggy kind of thing. You certainly see it in Mando. I'm sure we're going to see more of it in the book of of Boba Fett and the other uh, projects. It's funny because it's a different day. Oxtra and I just uh, recorded over on Secret Friends Prime, our 2022 predictions, uh, which we were running through this long list of series that have no dates, but say they're coming out in 2022, and a lot of them are Star Wars, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm looking forward to the little Easter eggs and cherry picks that are come out of that that's going to bring in this EU stuff that has got all the the neckbeards up in uproar, like, well, I really want this thing or that thing. So we'll see. That's what That's something else that I enjoy bringing in, you know, weird little stuff like that. For for me, I appreciate the approach to visions where they said up front, mm-hmm. this is is not canon. If if they weren't clear on that, and you had to guess and and wonder right. and pick, you know, maybe that oh, is this part canon? Is it, they, they, this was just like a fun kind of what if story, right? And where what if Marvel is is definitely canon. Um, this stuff wasn't, but they were at least clear with it from the get go, and uh, and I appreciate that. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that's 2021. What are you looking forward to? We're in 2022. We have a whole year ahead of us full of content. Um, you know, we're going to get into the book of Boba Fett. Obviously that's going to continue on this year, but right. what new stuff, is there anything announced so far that's really got, I mean, got it's, you it, running? it's funny. Cause that's exactly what we were talking about, you know, on the show previously. And, and even just Last night when we, we started this miraculous two-parter that you and I are recording, unintentional two-parter, that's what you can call it. It's an unintentional two-parter. Uh, that that obviously the big uh, projects uh, for me, uh, being someone who's not a gamer, uh, and with the fact that there's no movie on the horizon, are the television projects that we've had, uh, that we have in the pipeline. We have uh, Kenobi, we have Andor, we have Book of Boba Fett, which is going on right now. Uh, and then we have season three of The Mandalorian. And, and April says, well, I really want to see, you know, because I'm so invested in the story, can season three of Mandalorian maintain uh, direction without, you know, Baby Yoda slash Grogu, which was the thing that everybody was so crazy about. It's all the marketing that you see and and, and will for quite some time to come. What can the Mandalorian do without a cute little alien? You know what I mean? What What's the storyline? I personally... I hope that it's going to be, you know, the retaking of Mandalore. Well, now Bo Karen and the wrestler chick plus Mando are going to take that, you know, light Imperial cruiser and, and you know, ram it right up the rear end of the Imper- any Imperials that might be on Malastare, or not Malastare, uh, Mandalore. Thank you. I know it was another planet. Yeah, um, yeah that, that's the one. But as I was uh, talking to Todd, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about Kenobi because I don't want it to be like, uh, Obi-Wan hanging out on Tatooine. And again, Tatooine has just become the most, we, more, more of Star Wars has been said on Tatooine than anywhere else. And I, I yeah. feel like, it, I feel like it would be great if that was a trend that stopped, you know, when, when right. you got a galaxy full of planets spread out, I mean, a lot of them have been cataloged through various comic, you know, uh, you know, licensed and canonical comics and books and video games, and whatever spread out, go to a different planet. You know, it's, it's the comfort food aspect of it. It's let's put it somewhere. Some people know um, it's, I'm, it's tough with Kenobi because right. 
he's supposed to be this crazy old hermit who's stuck on Tatooine protecting right. Luke. So where's so where's the story? But and it, see, th- but the thing is, it's never been established that he didn't leave Tatooine. Right. Like Luke calls him a crazy, or, you know, the Luke and, and his uncle, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, the crazy old hermit, you know, what are you doing? Right. It's, oh, the, no, old Ben Kenobi. Oh, he's, he's just this guy that kind of lives in the desert. But, you know, we all assume that that's kind of where he stayed because right. Yoda stayed put. And then, you know, Luke kind of, you know, eventually kind of stays put on his little island kind of thing. And, right. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the go to play. But, like, not really established yeah. that that's the only place that he is. Not like, at all. I mean, this, this could start off on Tatooine and he's like, Hey, is Luke cool? Yeah, yeah, he's good. Right. I'm going to like flip off this way. Yeah, and right. Do this stuff. There's for six episodes. Yeah, there's a, back. yeah, there's a whatever. So and so got a distress call and I got to go find out if this is legit or whatever. And then he bumps into Vader and then that's their throwdown. Or, you know, if it's going to be anything like any of these other series, there'll be a healthy amount of flashbacks. And that's where I think you're going to see Hayden Christensen because that's what I had said to Akshar. I said, you put anybody in that Darth Vader, big black iron lung, you can put me in there. Maybe it is me in there. You don't know. You don't know where I always am. Maybe right. maybe I went over there and did that. You have no idea. Could have done it in my backyard. They just put it in digitally. You know, that's uh, so yeah, I've got to imagine that we're going to see flashbacks of some variety. Is that going to bring, uh, you know, Rosario Dawson in as uh, as Ahsoka? Who the hell knows? You know, or okay. other other heritage characters maybe from the clone wars that could be uh you know making the transition from uh animation uh over to uh live action the same way that bo katan did or that you're going to see the um the evil doctor strange from what if do and the you know the the multiverse of madness over on the mm-hmm. marvel side so uh which we saw in the trailer after you know at the end of far from home so, or no way home excuse me for the spoiler well, um, I saw the trailer. I did watch the trailer. I didn't know that was at the end of the movie. Oh, I, I, shit. I my bad. So okay. I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen right, yeah. yet. Because they, um, they, they did make it public. So, but so they, I, yeah, they, they released the trailer. I'm definitely very cautious uh, about Kenobi. I'm really fired up uh, for Andor. Uh, because you know, you know, as well as I do, I love, I love the Rebel Alliance. That's my most favorite part of star wars it really is because you know you know just from my own interest in watching the cutscene movies uh, i'm finally watching squadrons uh it's four hours long the mm-hmm. cutscenes from squadrons i wouldn't say i was maybe a quarter of the way through it uh because it's kind of a slow watch but it's cool and i love it and i love feeling like i'm in an x-wing cockpit but i love the battlefront 2 cutscenes, which was all mm-hmm. a lot of it was was kind of fighter pilot related which i loved and it's just it's just kind of my jam the cosplay that i do my original character is an x-wing pilot so I love the rebellion. I love the, the military aspect, but Andor has been teased as being, you know, a spy thriller, a military thriller, and that's kind of where I live. So I'm I'm pretty fired up uh, about that. And have they told us that? It, have they told us that they haven't told us Ahsoka for 2023 or 2022? That's a 23. I don't think that's confirmed. No. Or sooner. So yeah, but yeah, that was the math that Todd and I were doing as we were running through all these um, confirmed but no date programs is that you know disney plus in particular seems to want to do one program at a time so that week in particular that wednesday or that friday or the wednesday they always do wednesdays it seems Mm -hmm. that can be ruled for that week by that program that's what's on that's because for me it was wednesday was disney plus and then thursday was the star trek um so it was you know disney plus star trek disney plus star trek but it was never really overlapping and i think that that the uh 
the Star Trek people are running into the same thing because they did a split season uh, to bring back Prodigy, which is the um, the Nickelodeon cartoon that's going to be mm-hmm. on for uh, another month. Uh, and then they'll bring Discovery back, which was on the previous seven weeks to finish its last six or seven weeks, which pushes the second season of Star Trek Picard out of February, which was not originally what they planned because they don't want to overlap. Right. Uh, even, it, though, in, even though in the old days... Uh, they did because they had a show in syndication, which is not really a thing anymore. And then they had a show on a network, which was the parent, UPN Paramount Network, the fake network. Um, but now everything is streamer. So they they just kind of mm. seem to want to do it one at a time. Which is, is cool if you're a Star Wars and a Marvel and a whatever else is going on fan. But right. if, if you're only watching the MCU stuff or you only – want the star wars stuff that that's a frustrating right kind of, of gap it's right? based like out they, by six weeks or longer or yeah, delay yeah. or whatever so uh, yeah no, i agree with you but anyway i yeah i i am very much looking forward to i think my most anticipated one is is kenobi uh and or i'm kind of like i i do kind of want to know more but it's it's one of those things where it's like unproven ground kind of thing like we we saw i i thought we saw such a contained story in rogue one. And we saw kind of where the character was coming from and, and obviously where, where that, that movie ended. Right. Um, it, it was interesting and, and kind of self-contained and, and it, for me, it, I have to kind of get my head around like, no, we've seen where a lot of these characters meet their demise. I mean, if you, if you want to look at even Kenobi in the, the first film that we saw in star wars the new hope we saw his demise and then we've gotten so much backstory on kenobi with the the prequel films the clone wars uh and then this series like why can't we explore these characters after we've seen them die so it's like for for me yeah like they could do a ton of stuff with andor that i don't know that i want yet you know, and that's uh, that maybe that that'll be the surprise for me. And um, you could even say that with the MCU shows. Like, did I know that I wanted WandaVision? No. Right. Did nope. I know that I wanted uh, a, a full series based around Hawkeye? Right. Kind of, because I right. like the comics. But, uh, right. you know, like, did totally. I think it was going to be that good? Right. No. But they, they come um, out and they make it that great. And it, that's, that's exactly it. the thing. The MCU so, just can't miss. So is Star Wars going to yeah. become that same kind of engine? Well, I mean, we have the maybe. second live action series now happening and Mm -hmm. it's you know we're going to talk about that first episode and there's been a lot of there's been a lot of opinions all over the board about it but we'll talk about that in a sec but yeah um yeah will will it turn into a dynasty uh like the mcu shows have in last year that's it i'm i'm really looking forward to that i i can't wait for for even bad batch season two uh which is supposed to be hitting this year to get away from the live action stuff but to get away from all of that, that we already kind of know about, is there anything that Star Wars could do that hasn't been announced that would would really tickle your fancy this year? What's what's something that they could do that would really get you going? I mean, it, you know, it's it's tough because even though we're now that we're here in January, it's tough to think about that they could announce something and then have it produced and brought to market before the end of the year. Um, but the biggest thing is this was one of Todd's predictions is that at Star Wars Celebration, they'll announce an actual film that's actually going to stick. 
Um, Ooh, which yeah. you you and I were really fired up about, you know, Rogue Squadron. Oh, Rogue Squadron, that's going to be our jam. And then they said, yeah, it's dead. But then it kind of snuck back a little bit. And so maybe it's alive. Yeah, it's, it's not dead for sure. Right. So that does. Um, yeah. I mean, I want I want to learn that there's another film coming out. I want it to, uh, you know, tackle something different in the Star Wars universe. I want it to be a big spectacle. And something that we wouldn't, and it's weird to say, oh, something that's too big for TV. Well, nothing seems to be too big for TV, you know, in this modern era. But yeah, where can they, you know, it's dependent on doing something that's totally different. So maybe it's a KOTOR vibe. Maybe you, you dial it back a thousand years or you put it a thousand years in the future. Uh, or you simply, it could be something as simple as going post uh, sequel trilogy and showing us, you know, what's the new, new Republic going to be like. You know what? That's what, that's what I want to see. I what, wanna, what's I the wanna... yeah? What's the next big thing? Yeah. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna threaten the fragility of peace of uh, those who have you know overthrown evil. What's mm. the next evil? You know what I mean? What what comes next? It's the sil- It's gonna be the Cylons. I know you haven't seen Battlestar Galactica, but <laughs> e- evil robot lizards. You know, bring it on. Uh, that that's exactly what I want, and I I'd love uh, whether it's a series, and I'd love a series of of Finn training to be a Jedi or freeing more uh, ex stormtroopers or, or whatever uh, with you know with with that crew and Jenna and the, and the whole crew of of uh, of ex stormtroopers. Um, I'd love to see where Ray's story goes, Poe, right. you know, any, any, any of those characters that we've seen, um, whether that's a series that kind of tackles a few, but I'd love it to be centered around Finn for sure. Um, but I'd, I'd also, yeah, I'd love to see what that next threat is. And I think I said that numerous episodes ago that, mm-hmm. um, what is the next, what what's the next big bad? What was right. uh, this person holding off? What was uh, you know Palpatine? What what was he wanted control? He wanted order, his order, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and peace, right? He wanted to bring his version of peace to the galaxy, and uh, and and I want to know what the lack of peace will unleash. You right. Know, what is what is that thing that's hiding? What is, uh, you know, he who remains. We'll go back to the MCU for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's holding back some really dark stuff. Right. Uh, and if you know your your Marvel, you know what I'm talking about. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get too much more into it. But if if Palpatine is he who remains, what was he holding back? Right. That's right. what I want to see in Star what's, Wars. What's even worse? Um, what's the bigger bad? What's something that uh, it's going to take the real unity of the galaxy to to string back, not just the that's the bits yeah. and you know the t- the tiny bit of what we saw at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker, where you know the, the the normal folk of the world finally got together. Um, exactly, exactly. And I want I want like a mop kid to be right up there with uh, with you know the these these. Jedi, because because there there has to be a new balance to the Force, right? right. And I, right. I I think hopefully we could see that explored. That it's maybe not quite the Jedi. I want I want to see some other Force users. I'm Jedi Sith. That's great. Obviously, I love the Jedi. I have it tattooed on my arm. Uh, and but but I also want to see. You know, we we've seen the Night Sisters, the Bendu. We've seen other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versions of 
creatures that can manipulate the force. Uh, we've seen a bit of that in, um, in Jedi Fallen Order. And that is actually my big one for this year. I'd love to see Jedi Fallen Order officially announced, if not released. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But a surprise release date this fall would be amazing. Uh, with wow. like a summer announcement, big E3 kind of thing. That That's right. like my big dream. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to also see them explore some of the areas of the force that we haven't seen too much in film. So there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we could look forward to. Um, and I'd love to, to know what our listeners are looking forward. So, so tweet at us, whether it's Please. at secret friends, you, uh, at the C three or at the underscore Canardian, you can find us on any of those and, and, please let us know what you're looking forward to and where you think star Wars should go. You got it. This and, year. It, and in particular, our friends in great Britain and Fiji. On, yes. Uh, no. Yes. Yes. All <laughs> exactly. right. Are we ready? Uh, to, are we ready to move into the meat? Let's get on to the complete written works of Robert Fettuccini. Fettuccini. This is chapter one. We've got a recap that, uh, you know, basically first off, I just want to know what you thought of this episode, like broad strokes, big, picture. you know, you the, the broadest strokes is that it, um, I wouldn't say it delivered as far as action, but I think it started us on a slow burn to, uh, to the why, why did Boba Fett walk into Jabba's former palace and, and shoot big tuna? That's what Todd dubbed him big tuna. Cause I said, big, I said, big fat bib Fortuna. say that five times fast. And he goes, Big tuna. Big tuna. Like from the like office. It. So he I shoots like big tuna and why why did he do that? What you know, it's it's kind of the classic actor trope. What's my motivation? What's the deal with Boba Fett? All we really knew about him is that he was a bounty hunter. He had the rep uh, of being the deadliest around. Uh, you know, if you read his backstory in the comics, all he cared about was money. Uh, he was, you know, he was ruthless. So what why is he now coming in here and he's got you know, Fennec is Fennec is basically his Chewbacca. Because you saw that Han saved Chewie's life, so Chewie's you know stuck to him like glue for the rest of time, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of the same thing uh, with Fennec and Boba. She she tucks him in at night. She gets him up in the morning, gives him his bottle, gets it you know. The, and then the droids get him dressed. So yeah, this is um it's a it's kind of a weird slow burn of a start because you know right. he he spends half of the episode kind of in flashback thinking about where we've got him to when. And this is this is where Oxford and I were kind of going loggerheads. Oh, it's so boring. And Star Trek's or Star Wars has got to check all the boxes and blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, yeah, but you also tipped off the fact that, you know what, Star Wars is very much fandom comfort food. People like to see he crawled out of the Sarlacc and you saw the wreck can, of the thing okay. behind or whatever. Can, can we stop there for a second? Okay. Just saying crawled out of the Sarlacc pit. Can we take a moment to appreciate? Are you a Parks and Rec fan? Oh yes. What was that nine years ago? Pat Oswald's little uh, tirade uh, filibuster on Parks and Rec, frigging nailed it. Pat Oswald for is beat. Very special in my life. I've seen him in concert here in Grand Rapids a couple of years ago, but Holy I God. have probably his collected works memorized. I I love that man. I have I have a playlist on my Apple uh, my on my Apple Music that's just stand up and it's mostly he's fantastic. But like literally like right, it beats down over the the dunes of Tatooine, right? And suddenly the hand of the Mandalorian comes out of the sand and grips the side of the Sarlacc. Like it is, there are videos on YouTube. If you haven't seen them, they're floating around everywhere. I saw saw them YouTube and and Instagram today. And, uh, 
even like showing showing my wife who loves Parks and Rec and is like a, a you know come and go Star Wars fan. She'll watch some of it, whatever. She kind of passively watched the Book of Boba Fett with me, and uh, when I showed her that like comparison of Patton Oswalt basically narrating <laughs> what happens, oh, and yeah. they do it shot for shot, and she's like, "No, that's not real." And I was like, "This is legitimately <laughs> this is what he said as real. he said it." And the they realist. filmed it just that way. Like, oh my gosh, someone had to do that on purpose, Come right? On. That it, is fantastic. Somebody, somebody's a big it. fan. So, um, so, so yeah, anyway, so, keep going. Yeah, but yeah, just to encapsulate it, um, not the single greatest episode of a television program I've ever seen. Right. Um, there was there was a lot of uh, a lot of backstory. There was a lot of setup. Um, so my question is, is that what am I going to see at five o'clock tomorrow morning when I turn on the TV for episode two? That's that's, that's I, I'm willing to accept that this was a transition, um, that this is going to be. And again, we got seven episodes, so this is not going to be. You know, this is not this is not the English patient. This is not Gandhi. It's not going to be never-ending story beats that that potentially we've got to wait for what feels like a real lifetime. Um, but yeah, I uh, you know it was okay with me that it was slow because yeah, I still found parts of it. That were, you know, and again, it was, it's all very Easter egg heavy. You had the, you know, the sand monster that looks like something out of Ray Harryhausen. Uh, you had so the, great. you had the Rodian that was voiced by Sam Witwer, who is Star Wars uh, legacy yes. now. Love it. Love you know, it. so yeah, Star Wars is going to continue to be filled with these, these little Easter eggs. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's what they do. It's what Marvel does. Just, this is where just Oxford and I just are longer. I think he's, you know, it's, it's he's kind of looking for love in all the wrong places when it comes to Star Wars. <laughs> Alderaan places. That's the old adage. Looking for love in Alderaan places. Star Wars is going to be like this is because this is what people, the people who actually can admit that they like it, like this kind of stuff. And right. so it, it's going to be like this. So for better, for worse, sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't, but I'm accepting of it. It's It's okay. So Todd, Todd said something in our Discord channel and a little little plug to join the Discord channel. Uh, we got like four new people joined today, a bunch of people that I know, which was really cool. Um, but Todd said, uh, I'll just I'll just read this straight up. Uh, I don't think we needed all the details of how he escaped the pit, how he lost his armor, how he befriended the Tusken Raiders. Some mystery is okay. It would be cool to see some of Boba's adventures or bounties that happened before we met him in the OT if we're getting more flashbacks. Uh, I don't think we need to find out how he got his ship or a story behind his armor. Uh, I think we'll get the Tusken Raiders coming to his rescue in current time. Um and I and, and there's I there's a lot to unpack there. You know, and I will I will punctuate with with a theory, which is one of our bullet points. I think all his Tuscan pals are dead. That's oh, why that's why dark. he was roaming around the desert by himself. I think something wiped them out. Uh, whether it was the Crate Dragon, whether it was another clan, whether it was a this, whether it was a that. Um, I think that might be something that's driving him. You know, it may be what. The reason he maybe the, the big reason he went and shot Big Tuna in the face is that it was Jabba's thugs that took out his crew. That, that and that, that that's could be my very, vibe. Like, and they did show that crew that was kind of they were graffitiing a house and looked like right. they were setting it on fire, that kind of right. thing. I'm wondering if that was, yeah, tied into one of the crime gangs. And you know, if Jabba's the head of that, then everything kind of you know, shit rolls downhill, true. And, um, you know, but when, when you're going to flush, you start with the big one. So, uh, you know, he's, he's, <laughs> well, that was, uh, that was Jabba, but yeah, Tuna, that, big Tuna was the next, you know, was and the if next, he can't shoot Jabba in the face, then he's going to shoot Bib Fortuna and, and that's what we see. So, right. um, to Todd's point though, I, I really, 
it to me it reads like Todd's kind of wanting all of the episodes all at once so he knows everything that's going on and and as a standalone episode maybe this wasn't the strongest but again mm-hmm. I've said this before for these shows they love to set things up this Filoni verse they love to set things up that are going to pay off later so one uh, again those those raiders or thugs that were they're tagging the house think that's going to come back uh, the flashbacks I think we needed to kind of get a little bit of that. And I think we'll have maybe either more bounties or working with people. And we got a tiny bit of that. Like I used to work for that guy. This right. is awkward. And right. you know, Fenna comes up with the, you think it's awkward for you. It's way more awkward for him. No um, doubt. We, we also had the, um, the, the little assassin ninjas, right? Are they just random, a, a random ninja gang? That's that hears about a power vacuum. Are they something a little bit more tied into the universe? Could this mm-hmm. be something from Crimson Dawn or a gang that we know about? That's what they, they keep, you know, man, man now we're getting out. And now there are rumors uh, making the mill that Harrison, well, Harrison Ford was seen on set. And could they mm. be de-aging Han Solo to stick him in oh. this? I don't know. But, you know, it would be better mm-hmm. if they stuck in new Solo in there, Alden Irons. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just stick him in there? He's Solo in this kind of, but I mean, I, whatever. You know, well, that's just he's, the thing. He's not quite, right? Because this is this is five years after Return of the Jedi, right. six years maybe, yeah, so, uh, six, uh, a, six a, seven, a, whatever, by the time a, this all a, happens. So. A younger slash older, really it would be Harrison Ford, you know, about 1987 or so. So think about Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Right. Harrison Ford looking like that. So a little older, a little grayer, a little, a little more wrinkly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, but you're right. I, I, and that was something that, again, we were talking about uh, when Oxford and I were talking just now, uh, is that, you know, the big drop that Netflix does, like here's all eight episodes of blah, 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 versus this weekly rollout. So it's building the buzz. It's building the excitement mm-hmm. towards something enormous that's going to be a payoff. Uh, and that's what... I mean, you know, Mandalorian did that for us. You know, it took us the long way around to find a Jedi and it gave us one Jedi, but then it gave us Luke Skywalker and nobody saw it coming. And it was, it was just, it was amazing. Do you think this could have been stronger to drop the first two episodes? So you get this flashback heavy thing and then if if tomorrow's episode happens more in the now, uh, you know, the present for for this show... I'm I'm really wondering if they do have a very strong second episode. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it maybe would have been better to drop the first two because I've heard right. that a lot. Like you know, the pacing was a little slow. I want to see what happens next, and maybe it, because it is seven episodes, could they have dropped two and we still get that six week rollout that we've kind of used right. to with some of these shows? Uh, I'm wondering that, but I, um, I agree, I agree. But again, here we are. So that's I'm a, not you know, I'm, I'm not sure, and that could. I, it could yeah. fall in lockstep with whatever Disney Plus has planned next, though they've not told us. But next week we might find out. And now this Marvel show is going to be on because, right. like I said, they've got only well, we got fifty-two weeks now, fifty-one weeks, and they really got to start cranking these things out there. So mm-hmm. we'll have something else pretty soon. And and I like don't get me wrong, I'm I'm very happy with this first episode. I thought it was great. I watched it again today and mm-hmm. and very much enjoyed it on the second walk, the second run through, and uh, and look forward to the rest of the series for sure. So I, when I when I started hearing people not happy with it, I was like, what were you happy with? It was kooky. It was right. Uh, there was some fun action. Uh, I did love that 
for me, one of the few Boba Fett lines in the original trilogy was, uh, you know, you get the, no disintegrations. Okay. Kind of, you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. it, the disappointed kind of thing. And what's the, f- one of the first things he does when he gets into a fight, he hits that guy with his wrist rocket and yeah. disintegrates. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, the last guy's not getting away. Boink. Yeah. But I love that it wasn't, it wasn't like an explosion. And you see that happen in Star Wars all the time. The person explodes, they get the, uh, ah! You know the yeah right the, 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 Wil- the, the Wilhelm the, yeah. the Wilhelm scream and 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 you see the person kind of flipping or moving along. Right. This guy did not flip. He did not prat fall off the building that he was climbing up. He freaking <laughs> disintegrated. Well, it remi- I love that reminds I, me of of Mando so in season one with all the all the Jawas and how he was zapping them. And if you watch right. Baby Yoda with subtitles, which was a YouTube youtube uh, artist that was doing these so you'd see baby yoda go ha ha, ha die trash <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Oh. i just love those little things man like you said that they, they throw these little things in that that if you're paying attention you're you're gonna notice one or two things i also just i love fennec shan any anything we can get and every 30 seconds her being like you want me to kill him boss yeah and him being like so no so that that's a no don't that's a no. Like he's holding yeah. the, the invisible like right Oh, down boy. And even when, like he disintegrates a guy, You're like right. I said, and then looks at her and she's ready to chase the final two. And he's like, alive, please. It's like, you just disintegrated one of them. Yeah, right. Like you could have, you know, I'm sure he has a grapple hook somewhere or something like right. that, that he could have wrapped around that guy's legs and brought him in and then said, you know, Fennec, go kill those two. Right. Like, he was pissed, you know. He's emotional. He's a guy, you know. He might he might be a clone, but he's a clone of a man. So you know, he gets a little. He gets you know he gets his Irish up a little bit. I get that. And but then to, to turn around and say like you know we need at least one of them alive and and she delivers but fantastically but like um I I just I thought it was a great first episode a little maybe a little flashback heavy and we right. could have seen some of this happen over the few episodes but right. again. We don't know what's coming, and there could right. be. And they could all, be. The whole series could be this flashback heavy with a little bit of the right power vacuum, Boba being the the crime boss kind of thing. So I, who knows? I, I'm right. very that, much looking forward to tomorrow. That yeah, that's my big theory. I think that the reason that he went and shot Big Tuna in the face is that he realized that you know uh, it was a race to the bottom with Jabba's organization. Uh, he wants to instead of you know he wants to rule with respect, not fear. He still wants to be a crime boss, but he wants uh, everybody to. And it looks like you know if if many of the clips that we've seen are all part of the first episodes, they're going to have a big conference and uh, they're going to sit down and have a powwow and say you know I'm your new you know basically I'm your new stepdad. These are the rules and here's what's up. Um, so yeah, I um, yeah I'm 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 willing to be patient. Uh, I still just love being back in the world because it's been a whole year in between since we've had live action Star Wars, which is my favorite kind of Star Wars for sure. Um, and, and on TV, you know, live action Star Wars on TV has just become my jam. Love Mandalorian as much as I do. So uh, 2022 is going to be absolutely massive if, if we do get these three projects Two, two projects. Well, okay. This is the first. The other two projects. If we get every, all of it, I think it's going to be really amazing. So I'm, I'm fired up. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with your uh, excitement and your sentiment um, for, for this one. Like, uh, like you said, yeah, it's, it's, it's only going to, I think, keep getting better. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, uh, to the exploits. And, and I said something, my wife, 
like I said, watched this one with me and I don't know if she'll stick around for the full series, but she was there in the room and I said, I'm mm-hmm. going to watch this if, if you want to stick around. Cool. Um, but you know, she, she kind of likened it to the, you know, oceans, like the oceans movies, right? Like he's, he's okay. a bad guy, but he's, he's kind of a gentleman thief, if you will. He's right. a gentleman crime boss. So the, right. we, we haven't, really seen a ton of that especially not in star wars yeah uh, yeah it's, you're, you're, it's yeah, usually you're, black and white you know it's very black evil. and white it's, it's, well you uh, have like maybe han and lando were smugglers but in the end of it right. you know they make a choice where they're going to help the rebellion and they become heroes but mm-hmm. yeah boba, boba may not end up being a hero in that sense that oh i'm going to get involved in galactic events and i'm going to do this thing or that thing to help the new republic he, he's not going to do that um but if he can find a way to make things a little bit better and kind of take all the suffering that he's endured in that, you know, five years in between the end of Jedi and, and, and when we meet him again at the, at the beginning of Mando season two, mm-hmm. he's going to be able to take all of that suffering and make his world a better place. Maybe that's as heroic as he needs to be. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, 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 I kind of want to see that. Yeah, me too. It doesn't have to be big global or, or, or galactic scale, right? Like right. this could be just like, you know, he's he's on his little corner of Tatooine and he might mm-hmm. expand out a little bit, but he also might just kind of like stick it close to home and be like, right. make it work. This is this is what I'm doing. I'm I'm gonna you know Robin Hood and uh, some other kind of shady characters all mixed into to one like right. you know simple man trying to make his way through this part of the galaxy and right? sh- I, and, I, shoot, I and shooting big tuna in the face. That's it. That's it. Oh, uh, big so again, I want to hear what uh, what our listeners are thinking of the Book of Boba Fett. By the time people listen to this, episode two will be dropped. Our next episode, we will cover episode two, two and three, thanks to our bi-weekly right. uh, schedule. So it's, it's going to be fun. We're going to go through these after tonight, after this episode. We're going to be tackling two at a time until uh, the series is over. And then we'll get back to uh, to tackling the, the series and the movies and all that kind of good stuff. So um, it's it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. I, I don't know. I'm I'm excited. Like every time a new show or something drops, I just get excited again. I know. And Me too. Yeah, it rekindles. I I, yeah. I always say my fandom goes in phases. You know, it's a triangle. It's Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and I have. I can't always pin it down to a certain time of year, but it's like end of the year. Maybe it was because we got Star Wars movies, you know, since 2015. Uh, our Star Wars movies, you know, uh, ended up being in December. So like kind of end of the year, beginning of the year, I'm all about Star Wars. And then, you know, we didn't really have Star Trek at that time. So I'd be back watching older episodes later on. But but now my life is all those things because I do podcasts about those three things, mm-hmm. you know, counting Marvel as being a big chunk of the Secret War, uh, Secret Friends Unite that I do with Todd. But Code 47 is all about Star Trek. It's bi-weekly. This show is all about Star Wars. It's it's bi-weekly. So it's always it's all kind of glommed into one. I'm always I'm thinking and watching all the things now. So it's just it's inescapable. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I want to hear what uh, what our listeners are thinking. So, uh, Charlie, I think this is probably a good place to wrap the episode up. It up. Good deal. And, yes. Uh, and tell people where they can find us and, and how they can uh, let us know what they're thinking. Of the you movie. got it. Well, the, the big tuna... Uh, is us over on Twitter at Secret Friends You. Uh, you can also find yours truly on Twitter at the C3. Spell it out. You can find me. Um, we're also over on Facebook. I populate that content for the most part. It's a discussion group. Mm-hmm. Um, so we also are, do have our Discord server. I'm not as great at that as the other guys are, but I'm trying. But it we're is all there. over the place. You don't we're have to be all, all 
into every single one. Like you we, just you, know, you, you just pick something you dig, yeah, and and we'll be it. there to have a conversation or to share a story or to have a chat. Uh, I also run, I always like to plug, the International Star Trek Fan Club chapter here in Michigan, the USS Grand Petoskey, which is at a website of the same name and then also over on Twitter and Facebook. So that's me. Excellent. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Canardian. And uh, like in, in all the places that Charlie already said, uh, especially over on Discord, like I said, I'm trying to, to grow that a bit more. So I got some of my friends to join it today. Uh, and it's not... It's it, it's kind of like our, our whole podcast kind of feel. It's it's not focused just on Star Wars. If you want that, there is a Star Wars section, but uh, there's there's also stuff for video games or the people that joined today. We kind of started um, a Minecraft chat. Ooh. So uh, some people that that I play Minecraft with, and I I'm not great at Minecraft, so they're they're teaching <laughs> me how to do stuff. Uh, but I, Charlie, you will be actually happy as as a comic book fan. Um, so, you know, in Minecraft, you kind of build whatever you want or you, you kind of mine. and. I've, things, right? I've, I've, I watched my son play. Many, vaguely many familiar with it. So so I decided, um, because we had just watched some of the Lord of the Rings movies, my wife and I, over the holidays. And uh, so when I joined, I said, you know what? I'm going to build my home in the side of this mountain. And so I started just basically hollowing out the mountain like some kind of dwarf uh, orc kind of <laughs> that, like, that, like, just, a, like a Keebler elf. I'm going to dig a hole in a cave and that's that's where I'm going to do my business. And uh, the hole in a cave has turned into now um, what I'm calling almost almost the Batman tower because I, I built this, <laughs> Wayne, this tall tower. watch yes. tower with a glass floor that I can look over our whole village that's growing. Nice. And uh, so that's fun. But I also started tunneling down just to see what was underneath my house. And I came across what can only be described as the Batcave. It is Ooh. massive. I have only explored a tiny little bit of it so far. And uh, it's deep. just this massive tunnel cave system that's naturally in the world that I, I didn't, you know, I, I dug the tunnels down to it, but I, I didn't know where I was going to end up. And I kept joking. I was like, no, this is my tunnel to the bat cave. And it's ridiculously long and just convoluted. And uh, I was like, no, 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 it's going to be a bat cave. Don't worry about it. And all the people that I play with are like, you're ridiculous. Just do something productive. And it actually opened up <laughs> no, in the bat cave. And I'm no, like, no productive. <laughs> yeah. I, I sent a screenshot the second I found it. No, oh like, my God. I found guys. It it's is wild. the bat cave. Wild like, stuff. That was ridiculous. So long story short, join our discord. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on there and it's, it's all, all fun. And cool. you can find those links over at uh, secretfriendsunite.com. So all right. thanks. You got it. All right. And so that, that's going to take us out of here. Uh, friends, thank you for joining us. As always, I'm going to say that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. Hashtag blackout Star Wars Eclipse. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. Also, we saw Rex during the episode or someone that looked like Rex. Yeah. So he was doing the playing card thing. Oh, my Rex. But maybe that'll be explained. It's Easter Egg Haven. Maybe he'll come back and he'll have his own flashback subplot. You don't know. There we go.